Hello, welcome to Bible Read Me. I'm Charles Van Dersen. Today, I will begin summarizing the daily chronological Bible reading of December the 17th, day 351. We read the rest of Paul's letter to Timothy. He gave an update of the status of their mutual friends. Next, we read the beginning of the book of Hebrews, where the writer started by comparing the superiority of Christ to the angels and Moses. He warned his readers to be wary of false teachings that could lead them astray. He praised the unique essence of Jesus who came into this world as both fully God and fully man. He is able to empathize with human suffering because he also suffered as a human. The author of Hebrews encouraged his readers to demonstrate their belief through obedience to receive the reward of eternal rest. In this portion, we also find the often quoted phrase, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between the soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes, and he is the one to whom we are all accountable. December the 18th, day 352. We read that Christ, our high priest in heaven, suffered temptation on the earth, yet he did not fall prey to it. So being chosen and called by God, he is more than able to deliver us when we cannot see a way out of our temptations. He offered his prayers with loud cries and tears. Who are we to think ourselves too refined for that kind of praying? The writer of Hebrews encouraged the believers to mature spiritually. He appeared to be frustrated with the fact that they were not showing any apparent growth. He warned that the believer that is not moving forward in truth by acting on it is moving backwards by rejecting it. He affirmed that God, who cannot lie, created hope by making and keeping promises throughout history. This hope is as trustworthy as an anchor that is well embedded in the ocean floor that prevents a boat from drifting at sea. The best way for a sailor to know that an anchor is or is not embedded and is therefore holding or dragging on the bottom is evidenced by the way that the waves break against the bow. A drifting boat suffers little opposition from the waves and glides off course peacefully, but the well-anchored vessel will take a beating head-on from the waves. The writer of Hebrews compared Christ's priestly position to that of Melchizedek, who was Abraham's priest. However, Christ was a perfect priest who had no need for a sacrifice for his own sins, having none. Rather, he made himself to be the sacrifice once and for all for the sins of everyone who believes by faith. December the 19th, day 353. We read that the Mosaic sacrificial system was a mysterious precursor to the perfect sacrifice, redemption, and glorification of Christ. In the New Covenant, rather than the law being written on tablets of stone, they would be written in the hearts of the believers. Christ's sacrifice made all believers right before God in status, even though each believer, by the work of the Holy Spirit, progressively sheds the effects of carnality to become holy through sanctification. He sternly warned, if we deliberately continue sinning after we have received knowledge of the truth, there is no longer any sacrifice that will cover these sins. Willful sinning, that is, sinning of a high hand, is evidence that the sinner is rejecting God's salvation altogether. Finally, the writer encouraged the believers by writing, But we are not like those who turn away from God to their own destruction. We are the faithful ones whose souls will be saved. December the 20th, day 354. 
We read Hebrews chapter 11, the chapter of the great heroes of the faith. Each hero is credited with righteousness because of how he or she obeyed God in faith. A great truth revealed in this portion is, it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. The reward is God himself. The writer noted that all the heroes named, many of them enduring horrific tortures, died without realizing the full enjoyment of the reward that came with Jesus' ultimate sacrifice. Now with the sufferings of these heroes in mind, we, who are on the other side of Christ's salvation work, who enjoy the full benefits of the Holy Spirit's indwelling, must be ever vigilant to rid ourselves of all hindrances to what God wills for our lives. We accomplish this by detesting the temporal things of this world, to cling on to the eternal things of heaven. We cannot carry diamonds if our hands are full of mud. God will help us through the unpleasant but necessary tool of discipline. Finally, the writer warned the reader not to refuse to listen to Jesus because if the rebels who refused to listen to the human prophet Moses were destroyed, how much worse will it be for those who rebel against the eternal Son of God? December 21, day 355. We read the conclusion of Hebrews where the writer encouraged the readers to guard their behavior, to care for the hurting, and to imitate and respect the leaders of their faith. He warned against straying from the truth of the gospel for strange doctrines or a return to the old sacrificial system of trying to obey the law of Moses. He prayed a final blessing that God would equip them with whatever is needed to do his will and that through the power of Jesus Christ they would be given the ability to praise him. Next we begin reading the first of Peter's two letters. In it, he begins with a brief synopsis of God's grace and power of protection for the salvation of our soul in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 10 through 12. He confirmed the content of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 39. The prophets longed to know what we know and sadly what we often take for granted. He reminded them that God's mysterious plan was revealed in Jesus' birth, death, and resurrection, but more is to be revealed when he returns. So Peter encouraged them to live a life of holiness because they have been born into a life that will last forever. Secular advisors often say, do not dress for the job you have, but dress for the job you want. Well, Christians are clothed with the heavenly garment of Christ's righteousness. December the 22nd, day 356. We read how Peter used the analogy of the structure and function of the temple to describe the roles of God, Christ and the believers. He warned the reader to remain focused on their heavenly residence, where all deeds done on earth will be judged, and to consider their current situation as that of a temporary existence. He gave instructions on proper Christian conduct regarding relationships with people of various social stations. He encouraged them to maintain a clean reputation in spite of the suffering they were called to endure. He praised the gift of suffering for Christ because in the midst of enduring it is proof that sin has no dominion over the one that suffers. So knowing this, he taught the martyr to keep doing what is right and to trust his or her life to God because God will never fail him or her. Finally, he challenged the mature men in the church to be vigilant and selflessly and carefully watching over the church body of believers because Satan is ever eager to mercilessly inflict the maximum pain possible. 
His prescription is for believers to resist the devil and to remain strong in their faith while remembering that God will restore, support, and strengthen them, and he will place them on a firm foundation. December the 23rd, day 357. We read the conclusion of Peter's first letter and the entirety of his second letter. He explained that the purpose of his letter was to encourage the suffering believer to endure patiently by standing firm in what he or she believes because what he or she was experiencing was God's will for their life. In his second letter, Peter affirmed that because the readers know God, they have assurance that he has given them all that they need to live like Christ. He reminded them to keep God's eternal promises in mind, to shield them from carnal temptations. He challenged them to get into the center of God's will. This will assure them that their salvation is genuine. However, those who know little of him, hanging out on the fringes, avoiding his discipline, are shallow, weak, and ungrateful, and will be more likely to fall away. He warned against the false prophets. He taught that God's coming judgment of the world through fire will be even more devastating than his former judgment through the great flood. When we see the strength of his power in action, we will be thrilled to be safe with him. This ought to motivate us to live godly lives while we have the choice. We will be ever so happy that we did on that day. This ends this week's episode of Daily Chronological Bible Reading Summaries. My next episode will pick up on December the 24th, day 358. I look forward to your visit then. May the Lord bless you.